Hello, and welcome to the CEO Blind Spots Show, where leaders reveal their blind spots and best practice tips. I'm your host, Birgit Camps, and thanks to your feedback, in today's episode, I'll be talking about employee burnout and three ways leaders can help to reduce it. So according to a recent study done by Deloitte, 77% of employees are currently experiencing burnout. And then an article in Forbes magazine, they mentioned a burnout rate of 89%. The Harvard Business Review even has an author who claims that we now actually have a burnout pandemic. So I'm, of course, curious if you or someone you know feel burned out. Let me start by sharing the three most commonly cited reasons for burnout. One is lack of effective communication, especially around job expectations and response time. A lot of people are feeling like they're expected to be on 24-7, even while they're on vacation. Number two is unrealistic expectations around workload and deadlines. And in fact, a lot of people right now, their solution is to take care of as much as they can by sleeping less. Number three, for a reason of burnout, is ineffective collaboration with both their boss and teammates. Now I'll share the three tips for reducing burnout, which I have personally tested both as a board member and an advisor to a select number of clients. Tip number one, is discover the burnout blind spots that are unique to your company by genuinely listening to your employees. In other words, rather than assuming that you know what the burnout level is and how to fix it, ask your employees how they are doing and what they think could help alleviate their burnout. In fact, I read a story somewhere that a CEO thought he was doing a great thing by adding a volleyball court on the roof of his building so people could have some fun. Instead, hardly any employee used it, and so he felt frustrated that they were not grateful for his attempts to help alleviate burnout and having fun, and they felt resentful that he didn't even talk to them about their ideas which could have cost a lot less money. Anyway, tip number two is set people up to succeed. So provide clarity around job expectations, around priorities, because most employees, they think they have a hundred priorities and they can never get it all done. And so feeling burned out, they just take care of the ones that are in front of them or that seem urgent. Tip number three is establish effective communication agreements. For example, set agreements around when is it appropriate to have a meeting and for how long and who should be involved versus just sending an email or a text or even just having a call. And then also have agreements regarding response expectations. I have an example of a leader who would work all the time and they didn't expect their people to work all the time, but they sent an email at 2 a.m. and then the person 
wakes up at five and immediately thinks that they have to get to work, which then, of course, causes issues with the family, then the assumption that they have to take care of it right away. Because no agreements were made to only communicate non-urgent matters between nine and five. Anyway, a lot of time savings can happen by relooking at the type of meetings that are had. And in fact, in last week's podcast episode, the leader who's a board member of a publicly traded company gives four great tips regarding having effective meetings. So for easy access, I'll include that link in this podcast description. Anyway, I appreciate your interest in leadership and in listening to the CEO Blindspots podcast. So please continue to ask me your questions and share your requests by emailing them to me at ceoblindspots at gmail.com.